0: Bridging Time and Tranquility A common problem is carving out time for meditation. This challenge isn't exclusive to novices. Even seasoned meditators can find it tough to dedicate as much time as they would like. What is the solution? Here's a 10-step program that might help. One, just start. Swami Kriyananda would often say, You spend five minutes a day on oral hygiene. Can't you also spend five minutes a day on spiritual hygiene? 2. Set a minimum. Decide on a doable minimum and steadfastly refuse to fall short. For many years, I've maintained a minimum number of Kriyas for my morning and evening meditations. Once your commitment is firm... The universe itself will lend a hand to help you reach your goal. 3. Be regular. Find a time that is under your control, often right after you get up or before going to bed. Then cultivate a habit of meditating at that time. Habits can be formidable allies or dangerous foes. Consistency lays the foundation for your practice, without which your commitment will always be challenged. Creating a new habit takes time and tenacity. Whenever I'm trying to create a new habit, I set aside a week or a month, during which I refuse to waver. Life will test your resolution, but if you persevere, it will get easier. A regular habit of meditation will pay vast dividends. Four, Use aids. When my schedule threatens to override my determination, I will set a timer. It helps keep me honest and resolute. A friend who had a difficult time getting up in the morning used to turn on a flashlight and roll it away from his bed. Some people find that a meditation buddy is the solution. Be creative in finding things that help keep you consistent. 5. Quality is more important than quantity. Quality comes not by greater effort, but by sustaining focus for longer and longer periods of time. While meditating, pour your whole heart into it. You have the whole rest of the day to wrestle with your pressures and problems. 6. Move beyond body consciousness. The purpose of meditation is to loosen the ego's grip, which binds the soul to the body and personality. Completely relax the body. Then try to feel yourself as energy. As your meditation deepens, identify with your universal soul qualities, light, love, peace, joy, rather than that which separates you. Seven. Chant more. Paramahansa Yogananda said chanting is half the battle. Many chants are lofty aspirations paired with melody and rhythm. Take, for instance, the simple chant, I want only thee, Lord, thee, only thee. Repeating this affirmation can gradually make it a reality. Eight. Surrender everything to God. Mental turmoil originates from the likes and dislikes in the heart. Offering everything you have and are to God helps calm and uplift the heart. The mind will then follow suit. That which is given to God becomes beautiful. There was a woman who had such beautiful hands that they were often photographed by advertisers. Edgar Cayce, a great mystic and seer, said it was because in a past life she had spent many years devotedly scrubbing the floors of her monastery. Give your voice to God and it will become sweet. Give your money to the divine and you will always have what you need. Yogananda recommended repeating, I go forth in perfect faith, in the power of omnipresent good to give me what I need at the time I need it. 9. End your meditation by feeling joy. Consistently practicing this simple step will make your meditations sweeter, deeper, and more joyful. And 10. Carry your peace into daily activities. Meditation time will always be limited compared to the rest of the day. If you carry the peace and joy of meditation into your daily activities, you will find your life becoming transformed. When time is short, try these simple suggestions. Even a little dose of meditation is the right medication for a stressful life. I'll end with this lovely quote by Swami Kriyananda. If we enter the clear river flowing majestically to the sea of cosmic consciousness, we find ourselves carried along with increasing ease. At no point do we need to do all the work of swimming ourselves. Ultimately, the current carries us to oneness with infinite bliss. Enjoy Nayaswami Jotish So I hope these tips are helpful. You know it's not necessary to practice all of them all of the time, but there are many times when we get bogged down or we feel like we just don't have the time we need to do the things that we want to spiritually. And in this blog, I've tried to basically go back to the basics as if we're, as the Zen Buddhists say, starting with beginner's mind. And with beginner's mind, um, if we follow these simple practical steps, we'll find in this array of 10 Steps 10 practical things we can do to help uh, deepen our meditative life, our spiritual life, even during the busiest of times. I think it will help us actually find the power to do what we want uh, spiritually. As both uh, I said in my blog and especially as Swami said in his beautiful quote, We don't have to do this alone. If we do our part, we attract a flow of grace from God, from gurus, from the universe itself, which is going to help us. After all, the universe was designed as a kind of a game in which we are thrust out at the beginning, and it's a game of hide-and-seek, God is hiding and we are seeking. And ultimately, just as children's games always end, usually with a a peal of laughter, when we find God, our souls will be laughing and laughing with joy. God bless you.